You're listening to Monday Science Podcast, the show that brings you the latest in science, technology and health with your host, me, Dr. Bahija Raimi Abraham. Hello, good morning or good afternoon, actually, whatever time of day you're listening to this episode. Welcome back to Monday Science. You can follow us on Instagram at Monday Science and on Twitter at Monday Science underscore. You can also submit your questions via Instagram or via email mondayscience2020 at gmail.com on our website, where you can also submit uh, your questions as a voice note. And website details are mondayscience.wixsite.com forward slash podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be giving you some brief updates in science, tech and health that have occurred so far in August. The first one in science, I'm a, I love drinking tea, different types of tea. I like herbal teas, I like the black teas. For most people, when they're making tea, they make tea boiling their kettle or boiling the kettle or boiling water on a stove. But there are some occasions where you may have to microwave the water. And if anybody has experienced microwaved water used to make tea, this is just normal black tea when you add milk, or sometimes you can have it with honey and lemon or sugar. I'm deviating a bit. Um, But uh, for those who have had uh, tea where the water has been microwaved first, so heated with the microwave, you would know that it's not the same. In my experience, when the water is microwaved first and then the tea bag is added, the water is weirdly like frothy. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has had that experience. But anyway, there appears to be new hope for microwaved tea. So when heating a liquid inside a microwave, the heating source, so how the liquid gets heated, it's everywhere, right? Anywhere, everywhere, the heat is coming from everywhere within the microwave. That means that a process called convection does not occur. And so the liquid at the top of the cup or the mug, uh, or the, you know, whatever it is that's being used, So the liquid at the top of the container ends up being hotter than the liquid in the bottom of the container. In comparison, when a liquid is warmed on a stove or even using a kettle, this heats the container from below as the liquid towards the bottom of the container warms up, it becomes less dense and moves to the top. This allows a cooler section of the liquid to get into contact with the heating source, which results in a uniform temperature throughout the liquid. A team of researchers from the University of um, Electronic Science and Technology of China are working to improve the non-uniform heating of liquids in a microwave. They are currently focusing their efforts on working with a microwave manufacturer to commercialize their microwave accessories for liquids. They have developed uh, some interesting accessories that's to help improve the distribution of heat when liquids are microwaved. This means there could be a future for microwave tea in the end. I put details, further details in the episode description where you can have a read and and let me know what you think. Moving on to technology updates. Some of the listeners may know in my research, uh, we use 3D printing to make medicines, uh, scaffolds, and just generally try and explore what we can use, how we can use 3D printing in healthcare and in medicines. And so I'm quite fascinated to learn how other sectors are using 3D printing. 3D printing is a process of making a physical object from a uh, three-dimensional digital model. And essentially, how you create the 3D object or the final object is by laying down many thin layers of a material in succession and you kind of build up layer on layer 
until you get your final product. A group of researchers have been using 3D printing to build greener buildings using sustainable building material made from local soil. Construction industry is currently facing two major challenges. One, de the demand for a sustainable infrastructure. Two, the need to repair deteriorating buildings, bridges and roads. You know, when we think of construction, I'm sure a lot of a lot of you thought construction, concrete. And that's because concrete is usually the material of choice. However, it does have a large carbon footprint, which can result in high waste and energy expenditure. And a carbon footprint, this is equivalent to the amount of greenhouse gases, primarily carbon dioxide, that is released into the atmosphere by a particular human activity. And the carbon footprint can be a broad measure or be applied to the actions of an individual, a family event, or just an entire nation. So yeah, so concrete um, has, is known to have a large carbon footprint and particularly because of its high waste and energy expenditure. A group of researchers recently reported their progress towards making a sustainable building material made from local soil uh, and using a 3D printer to create a load bearing structure. They reported their findings last week, last week Thursday at a press conference during the American Chemical Society fall 2020 virtual meeting and expo. Link with further details is available in the episode description. Lastly, moving on to health. So the BCG vaccine, which stands for Bacillus calmette guarin vaccine, is a vaccine that's primarily used against tuberculosis. And recent studies have suggested that the BCG vaccine could be effective against COVID-19. The BCG vaccine has been shown to have a general stimulating effect on the immune system. It induces long-term boosting of the innate immunity, and this is termed trained immunity, and decreases susceptibility to respiratory, the individual susceptibility to respiratory tract infections. The effectiveness of the BCG vaccine against other infections and diseases have currently been explored. For example, I found a few articles that explored its use in type 1 diabetes and bladder cancer. Recently, a few studies have been investigating the potential of BCG vaccine against a SARS-CoV-2 infection, so against COVID-19. And I'd really like to give credit to one of my postgraduate PhD researchers, Tamara, whose uh, her PhD is looking at making nanoparticles against latent TB. And Tamara highlighted the potential of the BCG vaccine against COVID-19 in our research group, research group social media. So that's at the Rhyme Abraham group um, research group social media a few weeks ago. We had a very interesting discussion about the potential of uh, this vaccine in uh, against SARS-CoV-2. So back to the findings, a recent study compared a group of volunteers who had or have not received a BCG vaccine in the in the past five years, so basically before Corona. Um, and the study which was conducted in the Netherlands found that the BCG vaccine was not associated with increased incidence of symptoms during the COVID-19 outbreak in the Netherlands. Um, interestingly, the study suggested that the BCG vaccination might be associated with a decrease in the incidence of sickness during the pandemic, and also a lower incidence of extreme fatigue, which is one of the uh, one of the key symptoms of COVID-19. So those are some snapshot updates in science, tech and health. Let me know what you think. So let us know what you think about these. Uh, what are your thoughts about the BCG vaccine or um, in the use of COVID-19? This 3D printing use or application in construction, which I find quite fascinating myself. And of course, uh, 
the new hope for microwave tea. Thanks for joining us this week on the Monday Science Podcast. Make sure to visit our website. Uh, Details are in the episode description where you can subscribe to make sure that you never miss the show. Uh, So catch up with you next week. Bye.